Okay, well, that should be proof enough. One of those songs actually isn't an Alan Parsons project song. I can't remember which one it was. I forgot to check. It was, uh, oh, yeah, Baker Street. The Baker Street solo, if you know which one I'm talking about. You can figure that out. But nonetheless, other than that, the rest of them were Alan Parsons projects, guitar solos. And so, uh, hopefully that will uh, do it for ya. Uh, yeah, all right. And the final uh, musical demonstration for a while shall be uh, my uh, statement about uh, that Paul McCartney's song on Ram. All right, yeah, so that should uh, pretty much uh, do it on that. I didn't get the line exactly right, but uh, gosh, I hope uh, I hope that at least some of the people listening to this have the sense to know that both of the lines I just show you were some of the most horrid poetry ever written. John Lennon knew it and mentioned this song in his... Uh, never-ending criticism of Paul McCartney uh, quite prominently. Uh, I mean, he just goes, what? <laughs> Which is kind of my response. Like, you know, I mean, you, you actually deemed that song with those lyrics worthy of putting onto an album? <laughs> That was pretty much John Lennon response, and that's pretty much mine. Alrighty. Just a moment here. This is about as close as I'm going to be able to get it. Unfortunately, it's long enough that my little finger motions are never going to be as precise as I might want them. It's supposed to be 46.13. It's 45.20 on a tape that is 2 hours, 17 minutes, and 49 seconds long. Jack 
sure it said 4613 oh boy okay we're gonna have to get this right oh I see it was 4513 now well, this should be a little easier Just a moment here. Like, this thing is so large that I'm having trouble even controlling whether it goes backwards or forwards. Okay, I think 4455 is about as close as we're going to get here. Carson kind of walks up to you and whispers in your ear. Nah, man, this is that part where Well, that's because 
craftsmanship has begun to interfere with the original artistry. So, you're making a very extreme statement based on a, uh, on a uh, kind of false premise. That's, uh, that would be like, that would be, you know, if that would be like saying uh, a well-crafted commercial must be the best work of art of any sort ever made because it's so corporate. That, that's not how things work, Michael.
about that about uh, the pop I don't remember what the situation was maybe it was like at one point yeah I don't know I have no idea it, 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 it may well be just what I just said about the pop and cheapness and my amount of money I don't know who you think you know Leave my shit alone. Uh, Leave my shit 
I'm going to have to uh, make this uh, two files, it looks like. More than one file. No artistry. I just, I can't believe the unconscionable crap involved with how you're like running with, you're like running with this premise, man. I mean, any person sayer than an emu amassed can see that the premise is completely false, but you're just gonna run with that premise. Whatever. I'm not going to turn out to be repeating myself from either something I've said either before this point or after this point, but uh, not only was uh, I not in her aisle, there was no her aisle. She was not on duty at the time. <laughs> So 
Lisa, because hell has no fury like a woman's scorn. That uh, you're being totally manipulative. Uh, you've always been being totally manipulative on this point. Apparently, Lisa likes that sort of thing. I don't know. I can't understand why she can't see that. Okay, yeah, here's something I've never mentioned. Uh, I was running on a circuit when I said on that point. Because that actually didn't belong there. That sentence would have been uh, more accurate if uh, the words on that point had not appeared. Pretty much with everything in relationship to Lisa. Like Michael, in relationship to Lisa... As pertains to me, Michael has been being uh, utterly manipulative. You know? Uh, uh, and, yeah, like I say, apparently Lisa likes that sort of thing. Or, you know, wants to believe or pretend she believes in that sort of thing. Whatever. So, I'm gonna have to Unfortunately, I, you know, I just went back a few a little bit to yeah, I keep catching glimpses in my mind of what my argument was going to be. Unfortunately, I can't remember is what it comes down to. Uh, uh, oh, and now I have to check something else here. that particular girl uh, 
and I, I can't imagine why I would have thought anything like that then or now. Oh, crud. Uh-oh. Oh, I, well, I knew where it was at any rate. It was about... I knew about where I was. Said that about that particular girl. Wow. That was pretty perfect. Uh, and I, I can't imagine why I would have thought anything like that then or now. Wow, that was perfect. I, I was that was good work on my possibility that I might have said that in some other context, but I want to make clear that even that is pushing the boundaries uh, because I, I really don't even think I might have said it uh, in a different context than you thought. I, I don't think I said it at all, but it is barely. I want to make this clear: barely possible. I said it in a different context than you either A, understood it, or B, pretended to understand it. It doesn't mean there's not something real there. It's actually what he said to me. And I'm thinking to myself, that's sort of weird. When a person tells me, hey, go away, don't talk to me, I don't like you, to me that usually means we don't have much of a connection. I mean, maybe I'm doing it wrong all these years. Who knows? You know what? Instead of the poetry angle, because Tad is obviously not a poet, let me draw an analogy. As a poet, and actually even as a human being, Tad is a person who randomly puts shit in a pot and puts in seasonings or dirt or broken glass or whatever. Irregardless of, you know, cooking temperatures or taste profiles or what things go together. And he expects people to praise him and tell him how amazing his stuff is. Mm, you're slightly misinterpreting there. Uh, there are two schools, for instance, of business. Those who think you need an awful lot of uh, analytics to find out what to do. And uh, those who think that the market will simply tell them what what to do. Uh, I suppose there must be uh, some truth to the idea that all these extensive uh, minutiae and analytics have some value. I mean, I'm guessing because uh, people continue to do it. By the way, you absolutely did come in. I hope uh, that doesn't offend you. I said you absolutely did. You could barely hear it, so I hope that doesn't offend you. Cool. Awesome. Uh, but I, the major point I'm trying to make is that... Uh, those who just uh, who are of the the market will tell me philosophy do remarkably well, at least uh, for small companies. I understand you kind of have to become a bit of a suppressive asshole when your company gets medium sized. Otherwise, why would they go with IBM? Like they do. If any company, even if it were true that like there was absolutely nothing wrong with Microsoft. 
I'd have to say it was IBM. Let me make clear, I'm not convinced of any, you know, major player that we would know of, computer company, that I'm absolutely positive is uh, evil. I have pretty good evidence with uh, Microsoft, and as much as I've talked to a guy that, you know, uh, was heavily involved in the software for uh, Windows 9 or some damn full thing. Uh, and, you know, I have his testimony. Nah, dude. I worked there. And, <laughs> and, and yeah, they, they're they pretty evil, you know? <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> uh, and uh, I just, I can't... In I mean, it seems to me that, like, with IBM, you know, it's like, you know, there's the whole HAL thing, there's the whole Pooter beat, the smartest Jeopardy player ever thing, and probably a lot of other things I cannot think of, and also just it's it's uh it's a it's a vibe thing. I hate to get all woo-woo on you. Mystical woo-woo. But there's just something I pick up about that company, IBM, dude. I my instincts and I'm and I'm just being absolutely raw here. Raw instincts tell me they are well, hold it. No, no, no. There's the uh, there's this third thing, and this might uh, maybe I'm giving too much credit for my instincts. In fact, uh, there is this third whole factor, which is you know what was Microsoft fighting a, uh, against? You know what was Intel maybe even fighting against? But uh, specifically, Microsoft. You know, I mean, and I think almost everybody. I think. Tell me if I'm wrong. Almost everybody thinks that, you know, even though Bill Gates wrote that letter, that famous letter to the homebrews, cats, that, you know, Microsoft was good in the beginning and then went evil. And maybe even went evil by, once they got to a certain level of money, started doing what, what uh, IBM was doing. <clears throat> and, and then that letter you know, would have simply been uh, a foreshadowing of, you know, all the homebrew cats could then know that Microsoft was going to go evil. You know, they weren't at that point. And in fact, the letter doesn't say I'm going to kick, all, if I recall correctly, the letter doesn't say I am definitely going to kick all of your asses right now for stealing my software. I think what it said... It just ran a little guilt trip, you know. I think you all know that you're, uh, that you're uh, a bunch of thieves, you know. Uh, just to let you know, I'm not, like, completely 100% down with you guys, you know, uh, on account of, uh, I don't like people stealing my software. <laughs> uh, 
but uh, yeah, and then uh, I'm still not sure that Microsoft is 100% evil. You know, I understand that the concept I've used with, there's another factor. I'm, yeah, okay, yeah, I've got batteries low. I've used Windows 10, and uh, uh, like three different times I've used Windows 10, and within 20 minutes each time, I was like, oh, this computer is going to get some Linux on it, man. There is no way in hell I'm going to use this software that doesn't even seem to have had ease of use in mind. I understand a lot of people feel a lot differently about that whole subject, but that's my take. I don't remember exactly. I think I lost my train of thought going uh, down too many digressions. But, oh, yeah, well, you know, I, I, oh, yeah, two, two things. One, uh, I guess that's explainable by uh, the well-known notion that Microsoft, uh, you got to go with their odd numbers instead of their even numbers. Uh, if you get their odd numbers, it's it's darn good stuff, but their even numbers are well known to be crap. So w apparently Windows 9 was good and Windows 11 is good. All I know is I'm not exaggerating within 20 minutes, and that might even be pushing it. I'm like, oh my god, get this crap off my computer. <laughs> get this unconscionable crap off my computer. Uh, and then the other thing is, is, you know, apparently Microsoft, like, uh, is well known to not design their software particularly strongly security-wise, at least in some sections, because, you know, hackers uh, and or maybe even crackers will, uh, and I make that distinction, I'm one of those that does make that distinction. May, may we, may, may we of the hacker anti-cracker community live long, long, long and prosper. Although, uh, actually, I don't know enough software, anywhere near enough software. But I, I like to think I'm within the spirit of that thing. I become more and more of a Linux head every day. Uh, uh. Yeah, they, they're, they're so well known for making some aspects, at least, of their, uh, their software security. Uh, lacks that, uh, that hackers will write Bill Gates uh, snickering Although you can't tell somebody's snickering by uh, when they're typing, but uh, seemingly snickering, shall we say, based on uh, phraseology or something, <clears throat> and what's being said. Uh, snickering letters saying things like, Bill, hey man, if you don't want us stealing your crap, why did you make it so easy for me to bust in? <laughs> you know? So... Or at least there's one story that goes like that. All righty, yeah, let's get back to this, huh? Even if it's gross, even if it obviously are things 
just say several years later that was another point where I was kind of on a circuit and that really probably doesn't apply if you get a stomach ache food weren't no good you know for instance you know it kind of doesn't apply to uh, to cooking but cooking uh, cooking's relationship to art is uh, uh, I mean if you see a bad painting it's not going to kill you if you eat food that's too bad, it will kill you. So, is cooking art? So the girl says, hey, leave me alone. The manager says, leave me alone. So obviously, the next response is to go out and start randomly slashing tires on cars in the parking lot because that's a solid cause and effect right there. At this point, I have to make a, 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 a confession if I want to continue to be the honest motherfucker I am. And so I guess I will. And that is, I don't agree with the ethics of our uh, uh, society, and this is one point where, uh, where Hubbard doesn't agree with the uh, ethics of our current society. His attitude, and all, although he would never support uh, somebody off doing it for themselves like I do, uh, Hubbard does not support this concept of uh, uh, this concept that uh, that groups. Responsible for one person doing something wrong. Hubbard's attitude is that groups uh, and individuals not directly involved with a situation are in fact responsible 
for somebody else's wrongdoing. Actually, that's a little bit like the Bible, right? Am I my brother's keeper? Uh, I wanted to uh, say, you know what? I was a little too harsh on myself. Oftentimes, I'm uh, uh, a little too easy on myself. This time, I was a little too harsh on myself. Uh, when I said, do it for myself, uh, and in fact, uh, there's this argument I think I make later on that I wouldn't, where I say the reason why I, I slash tires rather than uh, messing with the food is because uh, I do. I said some. I think I said something, or you know, who knows? Maybe this was in a previous edit that got lost. Who knows whether I said this or not? Uh, whether or not you will find I said this or not in the tape. <laughs> in other words, uh, I, I, I said. Uh, 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 at any rate, I think I said. I know I said, but I don't know whether it's uh, that appeared in the tape. Uh, that uh, I probably should have, you know, busted down uh, all the food, busted all the food in the store. Now that I think a bit about about it, I think I actually didn't just not think of that. I, I think I actually did think of that and rejected the notion. Pretty sure. Now that I think about it. Uh, that, uh, and that I hadn't thought of that. Uh, but that, uh, you know, now I think maybe I would have done, done that, uh, but I didn't think about that. And then I kind of hesitate and say, yeah, but, you know, I just, just something about food. It totally skipped, slipped my mind. Uh, people don't like to think that this is what's known as being honest when it's this much of an afterthought. But, it, I mean, I wrote a poem about it afterwards, you know, uh, uh, but, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm being utterly sincere, although I bet a lot of people aren't going to believe me when I say that uh, in a sort of completely criminal, badass sort of way, I mean, I really was thinking about the environment. Slash tires, that will cause at least a momentary lapse in the continual spewing out of uh, carbon dioxide and or carbon monoxide because I think the, uh, you, my listeners are probably too young to remember this, but back in the 80s, like everybody knew that it was carbon monoxide that was a problem, not carbon dioxide. Trees give off carbon dioxide. We are uh, breathe in carbon dioxide. We breathe it out, trees and plants breathe it in. How the hell could carbon dioxide be the problem? In the 80s, there was talk of, you know, uh, problems with the atmosphere, but they always said carbon monoxide. You know that shit you can go in your fucking garage, 
close the garage door, sit in your car, turn on the fucking gas, and kill your ass with. Because it's fucking poisonous. Deep bullshit fucking poisonous. Carbon dioxide isn't that good for you, but carbon dioxide will kill your ass in a fucking jet. Okay, so this is, uh, at least for a little while, this is going to prevent people from uh, spilling out uh, carbon monoxide into my atmosphere. I'm not, a, pro I'm not a, uh, a fan of people doing that to my atmosphere. So in my criminally psychotic, badass way, I really was, whether you want to believe me or not, thinking about the environment. And that's my justification for stabbing tires every time. Now that I've got SSI, I'll probably never stab, and I haven't for years. You know, as noted, this was back in 2006. I will probably never, you know, stab a bunch of tires out in front of God and everyone again. But, uh... Uh, and there may be some chicken shitness involved in that. I don't know. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised, because at the end of the incident, the way the incident ended was after staring in utter disbelief for about 15 minutes while I, uh, while I just, uh, went to town on their fucking cars. Two tires each, baby. Don't want them to have that spare. Uh-uh. It's not how we play the game downtown. Uh, I did, in fact, uh, oh, you know, what ended up happening was that uh, they came out, they, there was a, a, a sporting goods store next to the Albertsons, <laughs> and I just went in, got some uh, sporting goods, things like bats and golf clubs, <laughs> And, uh, just sort of cornered me, uh, and uh, I suppose I'm probably very, very, very lucky that they decided that if I was gonna be peaceful, very peaceful, and very, uh, obedient, they would not just, you know, take golf clubs to my head, or bats to my head, or the like. All right, let's get back to it. Uh, and uh, so, yeah, I made a, 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 an absolutely antisocial decision at that point. Uh, because uh, I believed that the spiritual and the social did not match each other. such a, this has nothing, as I've said, I must have told you 15 times if I told you at all, that it was never about the girl, this was about the management of that, Albertson's not mini-mark. Uh, now, another thing I wanted to make clear is, uh, oh yeah, uh, I didn't specify much on the, uh, on the poem. I just called it a poem, and in fact, I started it with, I'm just going to call this a poem, posted it to the Usenet, and it was there for a while, and I posted it somewhere else from the internet, probably to some darn 
content provider, shall we say, that no longer exists. Uh, but uh, I went and, uh, you know, it still remained there for a while, but I went and looked uh, uh, at some point. I went and looked, and it was no longer there. And, in fact, I'm pretty sure it was like, coincidentally, the year I posted that, which was probably like, uh, 2007, early 2007, if I recall correctly. Uh, coincidentally, uh, turns out for some reason uh, that everything got lost from that period of time. I think it was a year or a month or something. That, that stuff is lost from the Internet forever. Like, nobody's archiving this stuff other than Google. And if Google can't find it... Nobody archives it. Right. Yeah, like I'm falling for that. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to smoke another bowl and let the monkeys fly out of my ass so that I can believe that. They thought it, that it was okay to tell me to get off the property when I had not violated the agreement I had made the previous night. So my attitude was screw anybody that thinks the management of that Albertsons, screw anybody that thought that the management of that Albertsons was okay. And yeah, that's arrogant too. I think I'm that badass a mofo. Sorry. That was the situation. It was utter betrayal. Yes, I punished other people, but you know, I would have... Maybe, you know, what? probably what I should have done was gone into the Albertsons and started uh, screwing with, uh, you know, just uh, throwing everything off the fucking... Excuse me, I don't want to use bad words right now. Oh, I don't care. Screw it, uh, you know, taking everything off the shelf and, and busting it on the floor, you know. Uh, and it was simply two things. A, I'd, I'd gotten into the habit of slashing tires when nobody was looking before that, you know, doing it at night, that sort of thing, you know, and just doing like one tire and, or, or one car, two tires, because it's just too easy to replace one tire with a spare, <laughs> you know, uh, as a, a Just uh, a, a sort of spell came over uh, on me, or neurosis, or whatever you want to call it, uh, of like, man, because I've started doing this, there will probably come some time when I'm going to end up having to do it right in front of God and everybody, and doing a lot of them. I was at the point where I, I was like, I wouldn't be surprised if that ends up happening. And, uh, you know, like, if that were true, that things would have to be that way, this was that exact situation, <laughs> you know. Uh, but that's what, you know, I, I made a mistake uh, in that logistics sense. Um, it probably would have been better for me to 
charge into the store and uh, just, you know, tear it to pieces. That would more directly interfere with the uh, with the management of the store than messing with the customers. But I have two problems with that. A, customers not knowing that the management was corrupt, and B, if they did know it was corrupt, not doing anything about it. former Scientologist, I'm like, that shit does not go down on my planet. Uh, and uh, so, therefore, since the group of people who shopped at that store did not put in the ethics of the management of that store, I put the ethics in on those people. Is the attitude I still somewhat take about that. Uh, and then the other part is if I had destroyed the store, there's just something about me where, like, I don't want to screw around with the food supply. I don't. And, and I'm a little mystified for, by why I think that. Just doesn't seem, seem to me to be right to be messing around with the food supply. Not quite. Uh, oh, crud. Uh, there was something there where I said. Oh, oh, yeah, I said, uh, and I still somewhat think that about that. No, uh, as much as you may end up hating me, that's how I think about uh, a, a, a few things. I do still uh, behave as if I was a batshit psychotic uh, ex-Scientologist. It's just, it's a way of, uh, I, I so tuned in, and this is like part of me, uh, like if another person had done something similar, I would have had said, so, or had said or done something similar, I would have been on the page with them too. Uh, and in fact, I wouldn't be surprised, I haven't given it much thought, I wouldn't be surprised if Robert Anton Wilson had similar objections to similar things. But, like, I so tuned in to Hubbard's, uh, revulsion about the ethics level of this planet I mean, Hubbard truly believed, and I agree, to this day, I agree that you should take the attitude that this is your planet, at least in the sense of this is as much your planet as anybody else's, and that you decide what goes on on your planet. Anybody ready for that? Anybody ready to take that step? Because I was ready a long goddamn time ago to take that step. And I'm ready now. Uh, and you have, uh, in my opinion, every right to put the ethics in on the planet to the degree you are able. I, I'm sorry, I realize that's some cold shit. That's absolutely, and uh, I, man, I'm going to make so many enemies with this, I guess. 
But man, I'm dead serious. If you see something going on on your planet that's fucking ridiculous, I'm a direct action anarchist, man. We're going to fix this shit. We want to make one thing perfectly clear, as the poster from the 70s said. The planet. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, you know, uh, if I hadn't had so much psych history, I would have joined the Sea Org. I signed that contract, man. This planet needs to get its fucking ethics in. And just a couple of days ago, just a couple of days ago, uh, somebody stole my damn smokes from me while I was asleep, right out from under me. Right here. In fact, I'm looking at the place right across the street where it happened and where I did what I did. I took every single piece of glass I had and slowly but surely threw them into the street until the glass broke in hopes that it would uh, fuck with somebody's tires. Because it takes an awful lot of glass to even have a chance of fucking with somebody's tires. An awful lot. Because glass just usually doesn't, is not effective in that pursuit. Uh, so it was sort of like the dim hope that I would have enough glass to fuck with somebody's tires. Yeah, is that, yeah, that's what, I know that the world thinks that's wacky as fuck. It's just not wacky as fuck to me. Like, what does tires have to do with somebody stealing your cigarettes? It solves part of the same problem. This is, an, I was in an area that was so out ethics that a motherfucker decided, oh yeah, it wasn't just my, uh, oh, okay, yeah, it was just, I can't recall what.